This is a HeadGum Original. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. You were made to be ruled. In the end. It will be every man for himself. What do we do? We get ready. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people. So when we needed them, they could fight the battles that we never could. Gentlemen, what are you prepared to do? No offense, but I don't play well with others. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that away, what are you? A uh, genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. <laughs> can't protect the Earth. You can be damn sure we'll avenge it. Dr. Banner, your work is unparalleled, and I'm a huge fan of the way you lose control and turn into an enormous green rage monster. Thanks. cinematic universe or at least many 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 films within it this is the fifth episode of the fifth season of newcomers and god we're doing I can't this marvel believe thing. we're doing this <laughs> i can't believe we're Lord doing this help me this movie today was garbage mama oh well oh, save it save god. it we are discussing the first avengers movie marvel's the avengers from 2012 oh. which you can watch on disney plus or for a fee on Amazon, Apple TV, Google Play, and Vudu. And we're going to spoil it. So if you don't want it to be... It, it came out in 2012. You're so like, late. Whatever. It was You're 10 years late. ago. And if you don't want spoilers, then I don't then know what to tell you. Get out of here! Lauren, get out okay, of here! Before we bring out our guests, tell me, what, what are your thoughts on this film? I didn't love the film. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I... I found it to be, I thought I was going to like it more than some of the other ones because we're mixing together our different characters. Yes. And I thought, oh, well, then that'll be fun. Like, we'll see how they interact with each other. It wasn't that funny how they interacted no. with each other. <laughs> it wasn't funny at, at all. all. And then at one point, Tony Stark was like, how does uh, Samuel L. Jackson look at all this stuff with his eye patch? And he's like, he moves his head. And I was like, what kind of joke is this? I know. That's why does not he, nice. He's obsessed with that, too. Like, that he, that wasn't like that um, little scene from that we saw at the end of the movie, a previous movie, where he's like, and how do you see with that? Thing? It's like, what don't you get? <laughs> Some people have an eye patch. So yeah. It's like, what? It was, 
very, very strange. <laughs> and then I just, I got confused about this portal. I got really confused. Okay, oh, it yeah. took me a really long time to watch this movie. I was going to watch it last night at like midnight. And I was like, all right, maybe it'll be like two hours, but it's two hours and 30 minutes. So long. So I watched an hour of it last night and then woke up today, did a jobby thing. You were there. And I then was. I, <laughs> then I, then I like sat down. I was like, all right, you gotta fucking finish it. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, I had to keep stopping and being like, wait, what is happening? Wait, what? I miss so much. Like I'm actually excited. I mean, I didn't miss it. I watched it. I just felt like I was going like, the Tesseract, the Tesseract. Like they said Tesseract every other word. And then I also was just like Loki. I have a lot of thoughts about Loki, mainly that yeah. I just don't like looking at him as a character. Me either. The horns are upsetting. Yeah. The little, the little hair flip from like the 90s doing 70s. Like, what? what is that? I don't know. Also, nobody was directing the extras. Whoever the second AD on this movie was did a really bad job of telling <laughs> them what was happening if there was CGI going like there was people like running and kind of smiling. Some people were running I, way oh my faster God, I didn't than notice others. That and I really wish I did. I love there that. Was, there was one lady where I was like, hey, this lady dirty. She had the biggest boobs I've ever seen. And they had her run across frame. And I was like, she got hit in the face so many times with her <laughs> own boobs. And I'm sure she had to do that a hundred times. And I felt <gasps> so bad so for this woman. funny. Oh, I, oh I guess God. I was watching the wrong stuff in this. I was like, these background actors, a no, lot I is kept, happening. My version of that was I just kept thinking about the green screen. And I was like, okay, so they're in the middle of a go stage and there's like mm. a rock that they're standing on and there's <laughs> nothing else around them and they have to like do this. It just was, I feel like there was no actual moment where they weren't on a green screen. It was a lot. It was a lot of green screen. I honestly didn't understand uh, Mr. Boehner's struggle I was like, okay, so yeah. like the Hulk is like not your friend or whatever. Like he does things to you. But then the I was like, Hulk, I had thoughts about the Hulk because we hadn't seen him before. And no. I think this was the first time Mark Ruffalo ever was the Hulk. Oh, okay, that's true. And because so we had uh, Ed Norton. For whatever reason, I was almost, I said, in my heart was Jim Carrey. I should have let, let you say it. I should have let you say it. I'm sad I interrupted that. <laughs> I wish it was Jim Carrey as the Hulk. That would be so It would so be a crazy. little fun. Well, okay. Here's what I'm excited about. I'm not excited. Actually, you know, I am excited for someone to try to make me like this movie. Yeah. So our guest today, Ashley Nicole Black, is an Emmy-winning writer, okay. actress, comedian, uh, currently starring on A Black Lady Sketch Show, which is on HBO. And we have also learned that she has watched every single Marvel Marvel movie during quarantine. So yeah, we had to have her on the show. Wow. Welcome to the show, Ashley. We can't wait to get into the Avengers with you. <laughs> I'm so excited. The funny thing is, the first time I watched this movie, I had the exact experience you guys just okay. described. I tried to watch it on a plane. So it obviously wasn't when it first came out because it was on the plane, but Mm -hmm. closer to when it came out. And I had never seen any of the Marvel movies and the Avengers was on the plane. I'll put this on. And I kept falling asleep because the story (laughs) is like hard to fall. And my brain was just like shutting down. Mm -hmm. And then the CGI was not as good back then. So there's a good like 40 minutes of movie that are just colors whooshing across the screen. (laughs) Because it's like once he's like jumping or flying or whatever, it's not the Hulk. It's just like a green swoosh sort of as you're dozing off on a plane. But I will say going back in quarantine and watching all of them, it increased my enjoyment for some of the movies that aren't as good. So what inspired you to watch them all during quarantine? Oh, good question. I think I, oh, I watched WandaVision and I fucking loved WandaVision. But there were obviously like some references I didn't get because I hadn't Mm -hmm. seen the Marvel movies. I tried to watch WandaVision. That red man really upset me. (laughs) I don't even know what you're talking about. There's a red man who... (laughs) Who just like, I don't know. I just, he like reminded me of my period. And I was like, I don't want to watch a like a personification of my period walking around and talking and having a nice time. He's like a person who is skinned alive. Oh, yeah, he does. Like he, his, looks like he looks like the muscles, like in that museum where they show all the muscles of the body. <laughs> the bodies exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, wait, Ashley, do you like, do you like these movies? 
do they bring you happiness? Yeah. Do they bring I, you happy? <laughs> they bring me happy. I am in for anything that's like a, a, a lot of things. Like when I was a kid, I loved Harry Potter. I loved mm. the Chronicles of Narnia. Like anytime you ask me, they're like, pay close attention. We're going to bring this back. I'm in. It's like a very long herald. It's like, you got to <laughs> yeah. call back. Yeah. So that was why I think also coming in at WandaVision, it was like, oh, I really enjoy this show. There's obviously pieces I'm missing here. How did they get here? And so they published a little thing that's like, watch these three movies to get WandaVision. I watched those. And then Which I was like, ones are those? Um, I think Endgame, obviously. Um, whichever well, one is the obviously. one where the city floats <laughs> away. Like <laughs> you guys know the one where there's a city floating away. That's where you meet Wanda. <laughs> there's a oh. city floating away. <laughs> yeah. Wanda, like, is she played by Elizabeth Olsen in the movie? Yes. Yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah. Yes. And I, I'm a big Elizabeth Olsen fan because she played Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's sister in The Adventures of Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. So big fan from, from when she was young. That's a tough role. The City Floating yeah. movie is Age of Ultron. My assistant just texted me from... <laughs> oh my God, I love that. And we're going to watch WandaVision later. So at least... All I'm glad it. because... No, there's no chance. No. Oh God... <laughs> If you wait, here's my promise to you. If you watch the first four episodes of WandaVision, that's shorter than any Marvel movie. (gasps) They're very short. Well, I can get behind that. Yeah, Yeah, me too. We spend a lot of time watching these films. (laughs) (laughs) This one being two and a half hours was really jarring. When I turned that on, I went, okay, so I don't get to watch The Bachelor tonight. I was like, (laughs) this is is so intense. This is so intense how long they are. And I really, this one, I was like, this could have been an hour shorter. I think so. I think it could have been 45 minutes. We could have gotten in. But then we had to gather the Avengers. (laughs) We had to see Samuel L. Jackson literally knock on doors and be like, hey, excuse me, shall I? We're doing this. Do you, you want to have a bench? <laughs> Do you want to have a bench? <laughs> oh, God. I, yeah, a lot was happening to the point where I was just like, am I dumb? I wondered <laughs> if I was dumb during it a little bit, but I also felt like it was, they weren't having as much fun with it as I, as they have in other movies that we've mm-hmm. watched, where I was expecting it to be a little bit like, I don't know, a little goofier at some points or like just a little, just fun, just a little lighter. It was, yeah. it really felt like a, like a, the kind of thing like a little boy would really like. Yeah. Like where it's like, also, they're fighting and then he slammed him and then he slammed him and then he <laughs> fell off the cliff. I was like, all right. I also had an issue with Thor because yeah. I feel like Thor left Natalie Portman down on earth or whatever and like couldn't get back and they're like oh I'm watching her but then I was like so you came down to earth and didn't I and didn't even get a you hello call her yes yeah. yes that's actually crazy Not a DM, nothing that they should have made out my issue with this movie and it kind of continues with the Avenger movies is like the joy of something like this for me is like following the characters from mm-hmm. movie to movie and watching their relationships change and grow or whatever. But at this point in Marvel, every time there's a movie, they just recreate the characters from scratch. So like in Iron Man, Scarlett Johansson and Iron Man like don't get along and they have like an interesting thing going on. But then when you come to Avengers, Scarlett Johansson now like has a crush on Mark Ruffalo and it's like none of those things ever happen. Right. And I don't know where you, I don't know if you guys are watching in order, but as you go forward, then she'll just have a new personality in the next movie. <laughs> and it's like, you're kind of missing the opportunity to do the most fun thing, which is like, watch these relationships change. And yeah, Thor forgets about Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how, how could you? She's yeah. I just, and then also the guy, the doctor guy was like working on stuff because Loopy, Loki, oh my God. There you go. Loki, Loki (laughs) was like controlling him or whatever. And then I was like, when he comes to, he doesn't even call her to be like, Thor's here, girl, get down here. I was like, why does nobody (laughs) care about that? That's his friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. When they got changed by Loki, that was one of the grossest things ever. When they (laughs) would like go over and like make their eyes go black and then blue. I was like, this is sick. This is sick. Uh, Well, let's take a quick break and we'll jump back in with all of the plot points one could possibly want from 
If you're wondering what a Nord VPN is, I'll tell you. VPN stands for Virtual Private Network, a service that protects your internet connection and online privacy. A VPN creates an encrypted tunnel for your data, protect your online identity by hiding your IP address, and allow you to use public Wi-Fi hotspots safely. I'm using a Nord VPN myself. And honestly, it's very easy to use. You connect with one click to enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. It has amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there, and it supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Linux, even Android TV. You can switch your virtual location to access apps and websites in other countries. Get an exclusive NordVPN deal here at nordvpn.com slash newcomers. N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash newcomers. It's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Link is in the episode description. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back. Okay, time for boop de boo Daily Bugle. <laughs> uh, in our news segment this season, we're going to give a recap of what's been going on lately in the MCU. So Moon Knight released some new character posters for Oscar Isaac's various alter phase, alters slash phases in the Disney Plus series. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that he had different, he was different people. Me neither. Oh, yeah, he this has is- multiple personalities. That one looked kind of good. Remember oh. we watched that trailer? Yeah, but yeah. now again, I'm like, am I dumb? Because I did not get that from the trailer. I don't think I got that from oh, the trailer. Oh, it's not from the trailer. Oh, um, thank can God. I, is this a good time for me to make a confession? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay, so I really enjoyed WandaVision. I listened to a podcast where they talked about WandaVision, and then I just kept listening to that podcast because I like these girls. And now I listen to this whole podcast about all these TV shows that I don't watch. (laughs) (laughs) They love Star Wars. They love Moonlight. They love all this. And I just every day listen to them talk about content that I have no intention of watching. So that's why I know that he has multiple personalities. That is so funny. It's like us in an alternate reality where we like all the things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you get a group of people together to be nice to each other, I'm going to tune in. Yeah, yeah. I like that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so... Um, wait, did you read the second part? Oh, no, no, no. So according to a Marvel TikToker, some fans are annoyed that women find Mr. Knight and his rolled up sleeves the most attractive. Wait, why are you why? annoyed? OK, well, first of all, yeah. Which one would you want to have sex with? There's the one where he's in a hoodie and he looks like he's glaring at you. Mm-hmm. There's the one where he has a mask over his face, but he's rolling up his sleeves. And then mm-hmm. there's the third one where he looks like a mummy with a cape. I guess I'm going to go with the first one because I can get to them juicy lips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any of them that look like Oscar Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, like he's definitely very attractive, although I do see why the rolling up the sleeves one is kind of hot. I do see the hotness, but you're going to roll up your sleeves and then do what? I know. I'm, I'm scared of what's going to happen next. It feels threatening almost. Yeah. Especially yeah. with no mouth. No, you no. You should no. hit me. <laughs> But do you see he's, like, in the background of it? Like, he's behind it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. mm, Yeah, this is... And I wonder if I'll watch it. Probably not. Yeah, I probably won't (laughs) unless we have to. Have to, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sean Levy will direct Deadpool 3, the first Deadpool film at Marvel Studios. That's some news. Congrats, Sean! Sean, good for you. I haven't seen Deadpool, but I hear it's funny. I watched the second one. And I think I was either on mushrooms or very or an edible. I don't remember, but oh boy, did I tee hee hee and I couldn't tell you what happens in it. <laughs> but I did have a nice time. That's good. Thank you. So okay, the Defenders franchise. I don't know about this one. Uh, 
a franchise of Marvel television shows, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fish, the, uh, <laughs> Fist, <laughs> the Punisher. I don't know any of these people moved from Netflix to Disney+. Plus. This decision has raised eyebrows from parents groups due to the graphic and sexual nature of the content. They have accused Disney of tarnishing their brand. Wait, okay. what? All right, well... Oh, I get it. They basically bought these other Marvel shows or whatever. Yeah, but wasn't... But didn't they buy Marvel Studios? It wasn't like Disney was doing Marvel movies at first. These were under Marvel Studios, but Marvel Television was a little more separate, and so they were on Netflix, um, and they were run by a guy named Jeff Loeb, and then Kevin Feige took back, like, the television shows. That's interesting. Have you guys seen Jessica Jones? No. Mm-mm. It's actually so good. I love it. It doesn't feel like a Marvel show. Like, the bad guy in Jessica Jones is the guy who raped Jessica Jones. Like, she's like a just a normal... Like, she has powers, but she's also just a woman who was assaulted and is dealing with the Whoa, fallout damn. of assault. Wow. It's good. It's really Sounds good. good. That's why parents are like, oh, so... The rapist is on Disney Plus now. I mean, you know, just don't let your kid click on it, I guess. Yeah. Let them learn what life is. I mean, yeah, I think like, first of all, I watched tons of things that were completely inappropriate as a kid. So I think that's just Mm -hmm. fine and it's going to happen anyway. (laughs) But I do kind of feel like Disney Plus as an app, you'd think it would just be a totally safe app where like any you can watch anything and it's like not going to be. You just hand them the remote. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of weird. Can't you just like put kid access? Like, you know, how sometimes mm-hmm. a car door won't open because you got the child. Lo- Don't they have that for like TV? <laughs> like kids can't get there. <laughs> that's what I thought they did. They do. Know. They do have that. But I don't I'm sure there are levels to that on Disney's app, too. Yeah. Mm. If you don't want your kid to watch Little Mermaid because that has bad messages. She's wearing a bra. Yeah. She's wearing a bra. She doesn't have legs. <laughs> he, until she gives away her power so she can get a kiss. And that's what I want my kid to watch. I, I, she can't. She only when she's a human getting kisses. That's all I want. You gotta know that men don't like women with voices, and it's the sooner true. you learn that, the better. If you shut up, he'll kiss you. <laughs> he doesn't even need to know your name. Oh, isn't well, that shall is we read good. our plot? Yeah, let's jump in. Okay, I'm like really upset about this movie. Like, oh, I, I mean, really. This was a really tough one, I feel, um, to pay, yeah. to like keep paying attention. Um, just so the listeners where I did pay attention the entire time. I think sometimes people get mad because I sound like I didn't, <laughs> but I did. I so, also, listeners, I paused it and rewound it hundreds of times. Yeah. Um, it was really, it was just tough. I was staring at my TV at some points and then I would like come back to my brain and be like, Ah, nothing went in yeah yep absolutely Not one piece of information i think i was like 40 minutes in and i was like they're afraid of loki like i was like i'm like <laughs> starting to understand <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get into it so loki encounters the other oh it's alexis denisoff i didn't realize that he's from um angel mm. um an envoy for an alien race known as <laughs> Chitari, in exchange for stealing the Tesseract, a blue cube with limitless power, seen previously in Captain America, the first Avenger, for his mysterious master. The other promises Loki a chimichanga army (laughs) in which he could subjugate the Earth. The other then gives Loki a powerful scepter. Yeah, so this was like the thing at the beginning where it's like, seemed like it's another story and you're like, what? And then they're like, and now over here. Um, Sometimes when they do that, I get I get confused, but I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I just want to say for the record, like I'm not very <laughs> stupid or something. It's like, it's like, I just think this doesn't register in my mind the way other things do. Yeah. Ashley, did you get this the first, like uh, upon first viewing? On first watch? No. And I, I always feel like, I don't know, this is like more of a writerly thing, but I would rather get that information in the story. Cause yeah, mm. like you watch this little cold open and you're like, okay, what was that? And then we're, I think the next thing is like Tony and Pepper, right? Then we're like kind of in the real world and we get it. And then I'm like supposed to remember that that thing happened. Yeah. And they did that in Thor too, when it's like, oh, it's like the girls are watching this thing happen and like they're doing something else. And then they see this mm-hmm. explosion. And then 
It's like you're supposed to like I there was another one too where they do another thing that is like happens way later and then you're like oh it's that thing that like in Captain America they have like that ice thing and then at the yeah. end it's yeah. like the ice thing and you're like yeah. I didn't I didn't remember that anymore like that was hours and hours ago <laughs> and was out of They're context to begin with doing that thing where you like start at the beginning of the movie and then at some point someone would have to be like I guess Loki went to meet the others and mm. uh, hooked up with the Chitari or whatever but because those are all nonsense words just say them real fast later <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> totally okay so Nick Fury and his lieutenant agent Maria Hill played by Kobe Smulders arrive at a rep- what a name I that can't be her government name I always want to say Colby she's Canadian yeah she's Canadian but Smulders like that's <laughs> And you're an actor? Like, that's, I don't know. I it's don't know. too good. It's too, too good. good. Yeah. It um, sounds like the name of, like, a really good jam. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, oh, I got Kobe Smulders, and uh-huh. I put it on yeah. toast. It was delicious. Um, <laughs> so they arrive at a remote research facility where physicist Dr. Eric Selvig is experimenting on the Tesseract. Agent Coulson explains that the object has begun radiating an unusual form of energy, as well as low levels of gamma radiation. The Tesseract suddenly activates and opens a portal, allowing Loki to reach Earth. Loki takes the Tesseract and uses his scepter to enslave Selvig and several agents using mind control, including Clint Barton, played by Jeremy Renner, a.k.a. Hawkeye, to aid him in his getaway. This wasn't smooth at all. This, for me, I was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, Loki can, like, uh, enchant people or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so, okay, in response to the attack, Fury reactivates the Avengers Initiative and S.H.I.E.L.D. moves to their new base of operations, the Helicarrier. First, Coulson contracts, 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 <laughs> contacts Agent Natasha Romanoff, who is tied to a chair in the middle of an interrogation. When Coulson tells her that Agent Barton has been compromised, Natasha breaks loose of her bondage and easily defeats her captors. Did you think um, when they changed their eyes that it was contacts or that it was CGI? CGI. CGI. Thank you. Lots and lots and lots of CGI in this I wasn't movie. sure, but then I was curious. <laughs> My um, favorite thing in this movie is like, there are good, really good scenes in this movie. And a really good scene to me is when you realize that Natasha is not captured. She's like, she's interrogating them. Like, mm-hmm. I love that aspect of Natasha. And they'll always have like one sick moment like that. And then they'll be like, and now... She's in love, and that's what her thing is. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're like, well, what happened to the badass lady who was tied to the chair? I like her a lot. Yeah, it was great when she was, like, headbutting them and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand the part where she got the phone call, and then she was speaking English as if those guys didn't speak English, but then one of them did. And I was like, so you don't care if they hear you. Yeah, because <laughs> like, she knew that yeah. she was going to beat them up. So mm-hmm. she, she didn't, that was her plot. Yeah, she was that like, was her whatever. Little, okay, I got it, I got it. <laughs> Love it. That was her disrespecting them to their face. Okay, okay, even better. Okay, so <laughs> Natasha is then sent to India to recruit Dr. Bruce Banner, who is laying low and working as a physician. She explains that S.H.I.E.L.D. is not interested in recruiting the Hulk. They want Dr. Banner to use his expertise in gamma radiation to help locate the Tesseract. Meanwhile, Coulson visits Tony Stark, who's busy building Stark Tower in Manhattan, and Fury recruits Steve Rogers, who is busy boxing. <laughs> Equally important to all That's of us. That's so funny. Busy boxing. He's like, busy boxing, thinking about that girl who's dead or real old right now. <laughs> oh, my oh, God, yeah. So funny to me. Also, this interaction went on for too long. Because Bruce Banner, I get it. You are tortured, tortured by that green thing inside you. And he's like, I couldn't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. And I was like, then don't do it. You know. (laughs) The scene where um, Natasha is talking to Bruce Banner in the like in in um, India and that like place Mm -hmm. where he found her or whatever. I was like, this. It felt like it was like the the dialogue was so. Like out of an acting class or something. Yes. Like it was like, like he's like, I don't know. I just don't want to. You know, I don't know. There was something about how they were doing it. it and I also had this feeling of like, I think they're both fantastic actors. So this is really not about their acting ability, but it felt like they just got the sides. Like it was like, yeah. there was kind of this like feeling of like, neither of them really knew what was going on. I don't know. No, I agree. A lot of the dialogue in this movie, I think was like, just written on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> like some yeah, guy just ran to... and he's like, just say this instead. Just say this. Right, we got to shoot it. <laughs> go, go, go. So, okay. 
While mind-controlled, Hawkeye steals the Idrum needed to stabilize the Tesseract's power. Loki causes a distraction in... I get all the hard words. You do. I had a lot of easy words. Stuttgart, Germany. Leading to the confrontation with Captain America, Iron Man, and Black Widow that ends with Loki's surrender. However, while Loki is being escorted to S.H.I.E.L.D., Thor arrives and frees him, hoping to convince him to abandon his plan and return to Asgard. After a dramatic confrontation with Tony and Steve... Tony and Steve, everyone's names are so normal. And then Thor right, so <laughs> agrees to take Loki to Shield's flying aircraft carrier, the Helicarrier. There, Loki is imprisoned while Banner and Stark continue their attempt to locate the Tesseract and research Loki's scepter. He, I, so when they get to the aircraft, Captain America gives Samuel Jackson money, and I was like, does he think he's the bellhop of the spaceship? <laughs> I is that the joke? I don't know. No, that he, he was thinks this. I don't remember this. Oh, oh the, I was, missed that. Yeah, he was like, "I bet you oh, can't yeah, tell me something I don't know, or something like that." I bet. I I've, see. I've, I've seen a lot. There's nothing I haven't seen. And then the it's a helicarrier. But also, they're okay. really counting on us, like understanding military technology. Like, if you told <laughs> me that the United States has that, I'd be like, "Okay, yeah, a hundred percent." Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to know what's like feels supernatural versus what's uh-huh. just regular yeah um but i one thing i'm enjoying nicole i will say is that mm-hmm. as we're you know amassing this like knowledge about it i'm like oh i know that um actually captain america when he made the comment that he's familiar with this it's because he was in the military <laughs> and like i'm like kind of like starting to like get That's excited that pleasure. i know things i know you're about. totally right I can't wait for that to happen to me where I'm like, oh, this, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I don't know. Fury interrogates Loki and the newly formed group tries to figure out what to do next to prevent his attack. They determine that he's trying to use the Tesseract to open another portal so that the Chimichurri army can invade Earth. In the lab, Tony challenges Bruce's feelings about the Hulk and reveals him and Steve and reveals to him and Steve that he is hacking the helicarrier to find out what Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. are hiding from them. Meanwhile, Thor catches up with Agent Coulson and Natasha interrogates Loki. While appearing to reveal personal information about her past with Clint, she accurately determines that Loki's immediate plan is to provoke Banner so that he can become the Hulk and destroy the Avengers from within. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And that's that's about it. That's <laughs> I think that's like the the only real part of this movie that I was like, oh, that was fun. Bruce, okay, so like, Tony- transforming into the Hulk is sick. It's like kind when of he's funny. Like, like there was like part of it where I was like, it was almost hot for like two seconds. And then it's like disgusting. Like it like crosses this weird line. I like it when he comes back too, and he's like naked and like, I like a small too. white naked man. <laughs> I love I him. I also love, do you ever, you know, like as an actor, see an actor do something and you're like, oh, I could never, like yes. I, I'm not capable and like the fact that he plays that role so straight and that he's yep. like not embarrassed to have to turn into the Hulk. I'm like, you deserve every penny. That is so- I, would, I would just be embarrassed. <laughs> no, that's so part of it. Like where he's committing to going like, I'm like, you, I would be laughing. Like it's just yep. too goofy. And it's also pretty real. Like I, I bought that he was changing yeah. into the Hulk because there were some CGI moments uh, not to get on ScarJo, but when she like leapt on one of those flying things, I was like, "That's not real. You're not committed." Yeah. She was like, uh, 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 as she moved along, and I was like, "No." Yeah, not that when you're bad. with the green screen, you have to go super hard, like for it to yeah. feel good. Yeah. Um, so Tony, Bruce, and Steve, yeah, all just normal names, confront <laughs> the guy <laughs> about the revelation that S.H.I.E.L.D. plans to harness a Tesseract to develop weapons as a deterrent against hostile extraterrestrials. The group is joined by Thor and Natasha and argues further manipulated by the presence of Loki, mind-controlling Scepter. Um, while this is happening, the brainwashed Barton, accompanied by various agents also working for Loki, attack the helicarrier, crippling one of its engines and scattering them little Avengers. Despite Natasha's attempts to calm him down, the injured Bruce Banner transforms into the Hulk and chases her throughout the helicarrier. Thor comes to Natasha's rescue and brawls with the Hulk, but is outclassed in strength. A shield agent in a jet attempts to lure the Hulk away from Thor. The jet explodes and the Hulk is sent careening toward the ground. I just don't understand why the Hulk 
can the like is Hulk too big? Hulk can't think. Like, how come Hulk is like, I'm mad at my friends? Yeah. That's the thing that happens when you get too strong, Nicole. That's why we oh. can't work out too much. <laughs> get too strong. <laughs> get too strong. You don't know who your friends are. You're trying to find them. Um, I mean, kind of with steroids. You like kind of yeah. lose yeah. your mind. You lose your personality and you become angry. Oh my God. Is the Hulk a like what a metaphor for steroid use? He's like a cautionary tale. <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of like how the X-Men is about like others and like segregating other people. Yeah, I would I would believe that. Well, who would we ask? Who wrote the Hulk? Stan Lee. Steve Stan. Yes. Who was in the end of the movie, right? I think I saw him there. Yes. He was playing chess and he turned around. He was like, there's no superheroes in New York. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he, he, I created the whole world. <laughs> so okay. Funny. Meanwhile, Steve and Tony repair the damage engine and Natasha confronts Hawkeye. After an intense fight, she breaks Loki's control by delivering a concussive blow to his head. Thor attempts to prevent Loki from escaping, but gets tricked by an illusion of Loki entrapped in Loki's cell. Coulson tries to save Thor, but Loki stabs him through the chest with his scepter and then jettisons Thor from the helicarrier. He lands in a field, Loki escapes, and Coulson dies from his injuries. Aww. Well, Fury attempts to use Coulson's death to motivate the Avengers into cooperating as a team, avenging his death. While bickering, Tony and Steve realize that Loki plans to open the portal above Stark Tower at the center of New York City in an attempt to satisfy his ego. Cap, Nat, and Hawkeye suit up and take a Quinjet to New York City with Tony flying solo ahead. Meanwhile, Wait, we have to pause mm. to talk about the entire world. Everyone you've ever met, all your friends and family are under attack from an alien invasion. But you will be inspired to fight because of this guy you met <laughs> earlier <laughs> today <laughs> who seems nice. <laughs> yeah. That is funny because it's like your whole life, your family, your friends, they're all, you know, they're going to die. But you're like, this man I met. So, like, <laughs> is each person in this, in the Avengers, they're existing in their own world, separate of each other, but some of them are all in America. Aren't they all all in America? Wasn't Bruce Banner just like on vacation but Thor was in like India? From another planet? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot he's a god. Yeah, and most of them are actually from New York. Not even just America. Most of oh. the heroes are from New York. So they they pass each other on the street like regularly. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't. Wait, Stevies. Yeah, weird. <laughs> they reach for the same Oreos. I've been thought about Christie's in so long. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where does Spider Man live? Doesn't he live in Queens? Oh. Queens. It's just so funny. It's just like Queens. He lives in Queens. That is why I thought it was like, like Metropolis. Who lives in Metropolis? They each are from like a different like borough. Oh. Yeah. Steve is from Brooklyn. Oh. He's back from the yeah. original gentrifier. Yeah. <laughs> back when white <laughs> people were from Brooklyn and then they weren't, <laughs> and now they are again. Um well, I guess Black Panther, he's from Africa. Yeah. Kind of wild. Is he? He's not the only. Oh, yes. Yeah, Storm's also from Africa. Are all the black people in Marvel from Africa? Like straight up from Africa? Nick Fury. Oh, yeah. Where he? Where's he from? He feels American. Yeah. Also, did he have an accident? Because he's got scratch marks on his eye. Did I don't know the origin of the eye. You yeah. will find out. Oh. We find out. Does he? See? He has his own standalone movie? Uh, no, but you do find out in another movie. Oh, I did which think it would be, be annoying to wear an eye patch every time you film, though, because I think I would start to feel nauseous. Yeah. Yeah, I, you, yeah. You know what I mean? Like your eye being like, I guess if like you have a lazy eye, you have to wear a patch to correct it. But that feels annoying. But then it seems like wearing it for 12 hours out of the day is probably not good. For like you if you either. don't have an issue mm. with. Yeah. If you don't yeah. have a medical reason to be wearing it. Wait, so we found out Nick Fury is from Alabama. It's funny to me that they're all from regular places, but I understand. I It's like I'm still processing that they're just people with superpowers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you know that you could also be a hero. <gasps> Whoa! Oh, my God! <laughs> I'm from Evanston, me? Illinois. And I'm from Lincroft, New Jersey, and I could be a hero? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, I love that actually. <laughs> we have to think about what our superpowers would be. <sighs> anyway, okay. Meanwhile, Bruce Banner uh, wakes up in rubble and shares an introspective moment with a security guard played by Harry Dean Stanton. Harry Dean Stanton, what a fun dude! I yeah. liked him. He's like, you fell right down. You were big and green and stuff. You an alien? <laughs> I love. He had no fears, no qualms about it. He was just like, this is my life, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Tony arrives first and confronts Loki at Stark Tower. The two engage in a brief battle of wits. Loki unsuccessfully tries to mind control Tony and instead throws him through a window. Tony manages to activate his Mark Uh-Oh V-I-I armor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe seven? Is it seven? Yes. Mark seven armor, which <laughs> attaches to his body before he can hit the, the ground. Selvig's devices device inflates, opening a portal above New York, through which through the chimichurri's fleet uh, emerges, beginning Loki's invasion. Okay, I sort of like this part. I liked the part where Tony had to, when he was thrown out the window, and that, for a second I was like, how's this going to work? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the suit. And then he was like, he said something like, activate or something like, right before he flew out the window. <laughs> And then the suit was like, here I come. And then it saved him, <laughs> which I thought was cool. And then this part where all of the like um, creepy alien things that Loki has, mm-hmm. those were sick. And I uh, I thought that was kind of fun how they were they were flying around kind of scary. On like ski doos. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, uh, that was, you know, that's when I start to like perk up a little bit. I was like, what's happening? And then I. Same. You know. And I'm not much for like the fight like sometimes i'm just like oh man too many fights but this movie i was like less talking more fighting (laughs) yeah yeah i would agree with that um so hawkeye black widow captain america and thor join iron man to destroy the chitari army they split up to go after loki assist evacuation efforts and boss around cops eventually bruce banner arrives on a motorbike the team regroups and banner willingly transforms into the hulk Captain America devises a plan and gives the assembled Avengers assignments. They continue to fight off the Chitauri invasion. The Avengers tag team Loki and chase him back to Stark Tower where the Hulk smashes him to a pulp. I did enjoy that. But then at the end of it, he like was like, oh, I was like, OK. Uh, <laughs> Selvig, now free of Loki's control, reveals that Loki's scepter can close the portal. And then Natasha goes to do so. However, the World Security Council launches a nuclear missile at Manhattan to end the invasion. Iron Man intercepts the missile and takes it through the portal towards the Chitauri fleet before running out of power and plummeting back to Earth as Natasha closes the portal. The Hulk catches Stark as he falls, while the Chitauri fleet is disabled on Earth by the nuclear explosion in space. Tony, in shock, simply asks the others if they've ever tried shawarma. I was like, okay, I get it. He's like, but then we get the shawarma. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But also, I was like, okay, Mr. Hulk, how dramatic you couldn't just stand there and catch your friend you crawled up a building you just going from building to building to catch him that was a lot my friend (laughs) you could have just caught him okay so the world is jazzed by the idea of a superhero team as seen in a montage of news footage in central park the avengers and a shield uh agents watches thor escorts loki and the tesseract to Asgard via the seemingly repaired Bifrost. They then go their separate ways. See, this was interesting because they were, were they in their costumes? Just like walking through the, I don't remember. Yeah, like they all just like hopped in their cars and stuff and they were just like driving away. I was like, this is a strange, this is strange. They got into like a Honda (laughs) Civic and they were like, we're done. (laughs) I mean, you're not far off. It wasn't accurate. Accurate is the same thing as a Honda. Was it? That's so funny. In a mid-credit scene, the other meets with his master, Thanos, Josh Brolin, and informs him of Loki's failure. He shares his concerns over the strength of Earth's heroes, commenting that attempting to re-challenge them would be deadly. Thanos smiles sadistically. In a post-credit scene... is exhausting i didn't know there was a mid credit i just skipped to the end i don't think i saw this one i saw okay then in a post credit scene the avengers gather post battle at an empty shawarma place and eat in silence i saw that so i, I have this. to watch all of the credits because like the part that was happening before that was like the all of the people in new york talking about what happened mm-hmm. on the news and then one person's like they're gonna have to pay for this they damaged the city while they were protecting mm-hmm. it or whatever <laughs> And people were mad. And then, yeah, it just kind of like 
I, I don't understand this whole putting scenes in the credits thing as part of the like franchise. Like, why is that because a thing that they do? Because every they're time? like, you sat for two and a half hours. We want you to suffer more. Yeah, they're like, we want you wait. to keep sitting, keep <laughs> sitting, keep watching. Look at all those names. Everybody who worked on this, we got to look at it. And we're going to give you a little scene to reward you. You got to keep looking at more names. We'll give you another scene. I know. We've had to watch so many post-credits things that like, this is the most I've ever watched to the point where the credits get silent. They like run out of music. <laughs> like, we don't have any more music. We it's can't just, afford yeah, any more music. You're fine. If you're still here, you can handle the silence. It's like, okay. I don't know. Boy, um, oh boy. Well, ugh, good grief. I understand it a little better, I guess. But I, I guess I understood Barely. it. It was that Loki wanted to get them and then they didn't want that to happen. So they got him. Yeah, but I'm just like, why is Loki and the other, why are they friends? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> like, where did the other come from? Why are they friends? Yeah, I don't I know. Guess, like, Loki is doing this because he found out he's his dad was not his dad. That happens. Something. You yeah. know, sometimes people don't tell you about an adoption until late in life. Doesn't mean you gotta go destroy other worlds. <laughs> but I wish that, like, those things were, like, if you just watch this movie, it's just like Loki wants to take over the world. I wish there was a little bit of like Loki. He's sad. I think that would be nice because it really acting out. Yeah, it makes it all more relatable and uh, and like a little more interesting. Like that he has this family issue that is why he's being yeah. like this. I feel like he there wants was to be the king. Yeah, there was like two lines maybe where he was like, "I was king," and then he was like, "Your father." <laughs> and yeah. like that was it and you're like okay I, I guess you're like still kind of like mad about that but like yeah I do think it could have been incorporated a little bit more yeah I hate his hairstyle in this yeah it's not good it's so, that was a big problem for me um not as important as the emotional problems but <laughs> I was wishing that it would be different well and then so his hair gets better but then they set the whole Loki show right after this movie. So he has to go oh. back to the old hair. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just love picturing like the costumer, the hair lady who's like, so you want me to do this greasy thing? You guys, <laughs> so we, just we have to do this. go back to that one, even though we moved on. Okay. <laughs> also things I love about Marvel in, oh my gosh, what's the name of the show? Hawkeye, Hawkeye. Um, they go back to this scene during the Chitauri invasion and they're like, there was a little girl who was there and she's the star of this show. And I just love that so much as a writer that you could be like, there was a gum wrapper on the floor and on that I will be basing my <laughs> It's so loose. That's amazing. That is so funny. I didn't even know Hawkeye. So do all, all of these people have their own movies and TV shows. Yeah. Damn. I didn't realize, I don't know if I realized Hawkeye was a Marvel thing. I did, I I don't really understand Hawkeye. I know he's got the arrows and stuff. He's like Cupid or whatever. So like, do his arrows run out or do they just like keep refilling? They keep refilling and some of them do like special tricks. <laughs> but, oh, okay. <laughs> but how does he know which ones are which? He just uh, knows? It's intuitive. They're labels. Oh, they're labels. <laughs> <laughs> you do find out in the hot and see this is why you need a tv series to answer these more detailed questions oh, you can't boy. get into it in a movie you do find out that the arrows are labeled wow <laughs> that's really funny. that's so funny it would be funny during like a battle he like swings his little backpack around he's like ah oh, shit i don't know this one got mislabeled he's like oh, curly cube straight line <laughs> <laughs> His contact falls out and he's like, guys, I can't read these labels. I'm just I'm flying blind here. Um, okay, we have to take a second break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And, okay, we're back. So this was written by Joss Whedon and directed by Joss Whedon. Joss could have had some more help, I think, to really (laughs) navigate this to make it a little bit more streamlined. Also, the editing, we could have edited this down a little bit. It seems like we got uh-huh. a director's cut and not a theatrical cut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had issues. Yeah. So the Avengers received an Academy Award nomination for Best Visual Effects and won three People's Choice Awards and four Saturn Awards. I think this section is always like key for us when watching these movies because they were made so long ago that we're like, oh, the visual effects are horrible. But at the time, mm-hmm. people were like, holy the shit, that should get an Oscar. Like, it's literally the best. Um, In 2017, it was included in Empire Magazine's poll of the 100 greatest movies of all time. Which is, I don't think right. I think Empire maybe, (laughs) maybe got confused about what movies were. A (laughs) hundred movies is not that many. That's that's a very few movies. Yeah. And this is on a hundred? No. No, Empire. No. So, reception. Avengers cleaned up at the box office. It grossed $1.5 billion worldwide, making it the third highest grossing movie of all time. Wow. The highest grossing film of 2012, the highest grossing comic book adaptation, the highest grossing superhero film, and the highest grossing film ever released by Disney at the time of its release. Wow. What was... Bo- oh, I guess Avatar. Mm. And we're still waiting on one through seven. Where's Avatar, <laughs> James? Yeah. Audiences Take loved the movie, earning it an A-plus score on the cinema score poll. Um, and as we've seen with other Marvel movies, reviews were mixed. But Rolling Stone's Peter Travis said it epitomized the idea of a blockbuster. He wrote, I saw in my head when I imagined a movie that brought together the idols of the Marvel world and one shiny, stupendous, exciting package. It's Transformers with a brain. Wow. Oh. Dis to Transformers <laughs> and heart and a working sense of humor. Peter done know a humorist he's there was barely any laughs in this movie i agree the other ones were way funnier Mm-hmm. well it's time for our important segment is chris in this in this new segment <laughs> we have a yes or no conversation about if a chris chris hemsworth chris evans chris pratt chris pine is in this film now was a chris in this film yeah yeah we had a lot of chris's uh, i think oh yeah wait we had chris oh, hemsworth chris hemsworth chris evans that's it. That's it. <laughs> I guess there were two. Now, should any other Chris, Christine, Kristen have been in this film? Ashley, any anybody with oh. the, that sort of name that you would like to see? Um. Oh, gosh. What is the actress's name from How I Met Your Mother? Kristen. Chrissy. M- M- Mililani. Minil- oh, Milani? Christina Milioti. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, she would be great in this. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see... Um, Kristen Wiig as like her mm-hmm. character from Barb and Star, the evil one, <laughs> and she's like Loki's backup, and she's like, <laughs> if Kristen Wiig That's played funny. Loki, that would be so fucking good. That'd be I amazing. think so. Yeah, I think Christina Aguilera should have been in this, and as I say, Fosh, she'd be like, ah. <laughs> okay, second new segment. <laughs> Wait, do you want to do our trivia? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so here's some trivia from the movie. Robert Downey Jr. kept food hidden all over the lab set, and apparently nobody could find where it was, so they just let him continue doing it. In the movie, that's his actual food he's offering, and when he was eating, it wasn't scripted. He was just hungry. (laughs) It's literally me doing a podcast. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, it's a long day. It seems like they're probably shooting long days. I love that he's just eating as wants them. Robert Downey Jr. said, fuck continuity, have fun editing me. <laughs> he just went to Crafty and was like, I'll eat whatever I want. It would be funny if he like had an empanada in one scene. And it was just like, ooh, I got the hot food. Okay, 
<laughs> Mark Ruffalo himself portrayed Hulk through a virtual camera motion capture, which allowed him to actually portray the Hulk. Previous live action versions had Bruce Banner and the Hulk be played by separate people or had Hulk rendered into the film in computer generated imagery. Oh. So he went above and beyond. Wow. That's intense. So he's the one but jumping honestly, around. Pretty funny. It is funnier to picture him just doing be like, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were saying it, it's better. Like his transformation is better uh-huh. than others, I guess, because he's doing it. <laughs> That's true. In 2013, a user on the fan fiction website Archive of Our Own collected stats to determine which romantic pairings and fandoms were the most popular on the site. Stony, the name for the romantic pairing of Steve Rogers and Tony Stark, cracked the top 10 at number eight while the pairings Clint Barton Phil Col- and Phil Coulson, Clint Barton and Natasha Romanoff, Loki and Thor, Pepper Potts and Tony Stark, Loki and Tony Stark, and Bruce Banner and Tony Stark are all in the top 50. I don't see any of those pairings. So like some people have Loki and Thor hooking up. Yeah, the brothers. <laughs> well, not technically, blood. yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, for me, a lot of those don't work. I like the Pepper Potts, Tony Stark dynamic. And I liked how like when the movie started and we saw Gwyneth Paltrow in like a white button down and jean shorts. And we were like, she just lives here now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's casual. Uh, it's also the funny thing to me about Marvel movies is the movie is so long. But yeah. they're like, we don't really have time to explain to you where Tony and Pepper's relationship is now. You'll have to infer it from her clothing. I know. She's barefoot. <laughs> so you know they're fucking because she's mm-hmm. barefoot. But but we don't have time to dedicate a single line and it's two and a half hour movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> to this relationship. There was one hint where he, he was like, in my my presence. Private elevator, and she goes, Our private elevator. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so you ride in it too. I was like, Okay, all right. Uh, the post credits shawarma scene was a reshoot. Oh. Chris Evans had a had grown a, a full beard for Snowpiercer and could not shave. Interesting. Instead what? of digitally rem- <laughs> instead of digitally removing it, he wore a prosthetic chin and just sat with his face in his hand. I'm sorry, that is crazy was he like going back to shoot the very next day really like and also couldn't he have a fake beard in the other fake thing beard? Huh. a fake beard seems easier than a prosthetic chin and covering it with your hand <laughs> i have to go back and me watch too <laughs> oh no here's a great trivia the film's working title was group hug <laughs> boy oh boy they probably thought they were real funny That's when they came up with that troop. Truly. The cast all got along and would often go out together after filming wrapped for the day. Chris Evans once sent a text message to Clark Gregg simply saying, assemble. And Gregg said, the best text message you ever got. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking rocks, dude. (laughs) That is really adorable. Uh, (laughs) So funny. Assemble. I'm an Avenger now. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I do love that they hung out. I think that is really sweet. I like it too. It didn't come through on screen. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Okay, here's our segment called Five Stark Industries, where we read five star reviews. This one comes from Bree Spencer. So glad it's back. Five stars for being back to listening to Nicole four out of five weekdays. If there was a ranking of voices that get registered in my brain throughout my whole life, you might rank higher than my own parents. Oh, no. Lauren, I really missed you last season. No (laughs) offense to Gabrus. You two bounce off each other so well. The journey y'all took through the Iron Man episode was really entertaining to hear. Ups, downs, pure confusion. Oh, thanks, Bree. That is nice. So, okay, this season, and in addition to Apple Reviews, we're also going to be reading reviews from Lettered Boxed. Um, and then we're going to give each film a one-sentence review and, and a star rating. So if you don't know what Letterboxd is, it's a social platform where people can write reviews of the films. You can follow the show on Letterboxd at Newcomers. Uh, here's an example of a review. This is Emma. Emma said, I remember watching this opening weekend, and when Clark Gregg got stabbed, people fucking screamed. They lost their minds. I miss that energy. <gasps> That, three stars. That does seem yeah, three stars. <laughs> <laughs> that does seem exciting though to see it in theater and have people going crazy over it. Yeah. 
Here's one from a four-star review from Lily. I am very impulsive, and watching this video really made me want to cut my hair short like Natasha, so I watched a YouTube video on cutting your hair short yourself. <laughs> now I fucking look like greasy-ass Loki. It's okay. That's I funny. still love this movie, though. Okay, this is a great... I'm sorry. The sentence, this movie made me want to cut, I thought was going to go <laughs> in a different direction, and my heart stopped. <laughs> I was like, Lily... <laughs> We're like, ha, 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 thanks for coming on our podcast. Here's some trauma at the end. (laughs) No, not Lily. Can we find her? Can we help? (laughs) We need to help. This was in 2018. Um, I do love that she just cut her hair watching mm-hmm. those that's that's really amazing and that makes me like letterboxed more that the review is like it made me want to cut my hair and now i look ugly bye <laughs> <laughs> and she gave it four stars mm-hmm. um okay so my one sentence review of this movie is i'm mad i had my eyes open to watch it <laughs> <laughs> okay ashley do you want to give a one sentence review Mine is, I'm glad the Avengers assembled. I wish we spent more time on their feelings. And then I'm going to say, long movie, simple point. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my star rating is negative two. Wow. I really, when I say hate it, I really had trouble. Yeah, fair. I struggled. Ashley? Um, I'm going to say three. I didn't hate it, but the other Avengers movies are so much better wow. that this one has to, you have to start the bar low because it gets better. Okay. I'm wow. going to give it a two. I'm trying to like keep it in line with how I'm feeling about the other ones we've done so far. And I think I liked some of those better. I Maybe I'll give it a one. I, I want there to be room to grow. Mm. I would watch Thor again before I ever watched this, and I hated Thor. That's tough. I really hated Thor, too. Thor was bad. Yeah, I'd rather watch this, maybe. Oh. I don't know what I mean. (laughs) Well, I guess I was just really upset that Thor came to Earth and didn't fucking even text Natalie Portman. I'm just like, (laughs) if Natalie Portman can't get a fucking text back, like... Yeah, I think Thor had more of a plot, it felt like. Like, there was more to, like, hold yes. on to. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, anyways. Okay. More feelings. That's true. I'm, were- really, I'm really excited for you guys to get to the later stuff. Like, can I come back when you do WandaVision? Oh, my God. That would be really I, fun. It, yes. It, gets, it only gets better. And they're really good, actually, at, like, retroactively fixing problems. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. good. Everyone loved WandaVision. I feel like it was like the talk of the yeah, town for... It really was. Yeah. It's really good. Well, okay. Please go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because we'll pick one to read on the next episode. It should be five stars. We won't be reading anything less than that. And <laughs> also, um, please rate the podcast on Spotify. Um, Ashley, do you have anything you want to plug? Oh, um... A Black Lady Sketch Show is coming back uh, April 8th, HBO, HBO Max. I love Yay, it. It's so good. It's kind of like the assembler, uh, the Avengers. There's four mm-hmm. of us. We've assembled to make some comedy for you. So. <laughs> I love it. Ashley, you're fucking killing it. And I'm so happy for I you. I know. Oh, you're like everywhere. You. It's amazing. Yeah. You were competing against yourself at the Emmy. I know. That I was crazy. Like, I was like, this is iconic fucking behavior. Yeah. Like you're fucking crushing it. And I'm just so happy and elated for you. I love it's all about having a positive outlook because it's either that or it's I lost two Emmys on the same day. Well, We'll be back next week with Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Brr. We're skipping. <laughs> you guys are going to love it. There's at the very Wait, least really? two hot guys in it. Oh, good. Okay. That does excite me. And we're skipping Thor, the Dark World, and Iron Man 3. Do you think that's a good choice, Ashley? Yeah. You're not. Yeah, those are not great movies. Iron Man 3 does have some, like, good jokes. Mm. Okay. Well, I think we're well, okay we don't have that. time yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. We gotta hop on over to the Winter Soldier. All right. We'll see you then. Why is it winter? I don't want to watch anything. Winter some Soldier spring. is my favorite. Oh. Oh, it's your favorite. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be a high bar if you say it's your favorite and you've seen them all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, all that right. actually well, I guess that I'm gives excited. me hope because we haven't really had anyone <laughs> say that any of these were their favorite yet. Yeah. 
And hopefully this one will be under two hours, but I no, assume no, no, it no. won't be. <laughs> I don't think our podcast allows us to watch anything that's under two hours. <laughs> yeah, we're simply not allowed. All right, well... I don't want to end it because that means I have to go watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> if I stay here, I don't have to watch anything. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye, everyone. was a HeadGum original.